Hello, everybody, and how have you been? I hope you've been good, um, and I hope you've been clean. I'm trying to rhyme this, and it's, yeah, that's as far as it's going to go. I nearly said, have you been to the Queen? But that can't do that anymore, because she's not around anymore, God bless her soul. Anyway, good day, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. This is just going to be a little opener for people that are coming to the channel um, that don't know what this is all about. So this is going to be... After this little voice note and a little jingle, um, this is going to be um, one of my episodes from my podcast. Now, my podcast, I have to say, is not family friendly. This is why you're getting this little snippet just before the podcast officially kickstarts and begins. Um, so if you are younger and you are of a younger age, just be aware, again, this podcast isn't going to be for you, unfortunately. It's not going to be Axotl exclusive. It's not even going to be Aquatics exclusive. It's just going to be me rambling on about the world and everything that's going on inside of it. So if you are of a young age and you don't want to hear me effing and jeffing, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, but I do suggest you run away. Run away as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. But if you are into a little bit of crazy, you might want to stick around. So without further ado, welcome to the Out of Water podcast. Morning has broken like the first morning. Hello. <laughs> I thought I've been away for a minute. So <laughs> I just thought I'd start, I'd start with a, a beautiful entrance. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out of Water podcast hosted by myself, Frankie. I know it's been ages again, and I hate doing this. I really do. But I'm going to explain, or at least as best I can today, as to where I've been and why I keep doing this. So today it is the 25th of November, 2022. As my lovely friend, Bill Burt, as a friend, not no friend of mine, bless him. As my... <laughs> As my lovely comedian guy that I love, Bill Burr, would say, Jesus Christ, I need some more coffee. Talking like I know the guy. And that's the beauty of podcasting, though, isn't it? When you listen to podcasts, um, you do tend to feel um, like you know the person you listen to. Um, so, yeah, I get it. I get it. Anyway, today it is a bit cold today. As we creep, creep, as we creep around to the winner. We're literally right around the corner now from Christmas. Um, and yeah, um, it, it's feeling it's feeling very Christmassy now. Um, is everybody prepped for it? I don't really know. I'm kind of in the middle, to be honest. I always feel like it kind of comes around really too quickly. Um, yeah, it comes around so quickly, and then before you know it, um, it's Christmas has been and gone, and then it's like, oh, it won't be long till next Christmas, and then lo and behold, it's fucking nearly Christmas again. So anyway. Uh, where have I been and why do I keep doing this? I want to first start off by apologising. Um, the reason I've been MIA once again for like the 20 millionth time, and I, I'm, I'm so tired of saying it, is just because life has been pretty crazy. Um, yeah, what can I say? Life's been pretty crazy, you know? I don't want to keep going on and repeating myself. and I, I know I repeat myself a lot. But um, when things happen in my life, I kind of I thought I was doing okay with coping with everything I was going through, and I really wasn't. And I didn't. I don't think I was even quite aware how difficult I was finding it. You know, I thought I was coping quite well, um, but I realised quickly 
that I probably won up quickly, but I eventually realised that I wasn't. I wasn't doing too good. Um, I took a massive break away from social media and everything in between. Um, I kind of needed to readjust and rethink and regather and figure out what my next step was. And I think I've got it just about figured out thereabouts. So I want to be honest with you guys today, transparent with you all, as I always try to be. And I want to hopefully clear up any confusion as to what the heck is going on. Because it's been a while. I've received your messages. I've read many of them. I've re- I've replied to a very small few. But I do see you and I do hear you and I do read the comments. And I appreciate the outpour of concern as to where I've gone. And obviously I can hear noises and I don't know where the hell they're coming from. It's like I'm almost getting like an echo. And I'm really not quite sure where that's coming from. So I apologize if that's coming over. I don't think it is. I've got um, background noise densifier on, so it shouldn't be coming through. Um, so, yeah, firstly, again, apologies for my disappearance. Um, yeah, I've had a very busy time of things anyway outside. I mean, I've, I've become quite reclusive, to be honest, and I, I was having a real bad bout of depression. And I'm in a place now where I feel I can talk about that a bit more openly because I feel like I'm through and I'm on the other side of it all now, you know. So. If you follow me on social media, you're probably aware um, and you follow my channel on YouTube, you're probably already aware that I've recently been paired with a guide dog um, through Guide Dogs UK. Um, That's due to my sight loss journey, which I'm still going through. It's still an absolute black cloud above my head because I don't really know. I'm still learning to accept it, really. It's really difficult when you go from being an able-bodied person to suddenly becoming a not-so-able-bodied person, you know? It is very tricky to adapt to, and it's very hard to accept. I struggled accepting it, you know? But uh, I kind of navigated the world as best as I could. Before I used a long cane, I was using my phone. I used to basically have an app on my phone which would magnify um, my surroundings through the camera. So I used to use my camera app thing just to make sure I knew where the curbs were, just to make sure I could see across to the traffic lights or could cross safely. To anybody that didn't know what I was going through, I probably just looked like an average guy stuck with his head stuck in the phone, you know. But I wasn't. I was using an app to kind of navigate. And, I mean, it didn't do great things, but it worked. It kind of got me from A to B. But it never really kind of, it never really, it never made sense for it to be a long-term thing, you know. I was still crazily in denial that my vision would sort itself out somehow. I'd go to the hospital. I would have all these surgeries that I was having. And somewhere the doctor would sit me down and tell me things were going to get better. That's where I was in my head, you know. And unfortunately, that just wasn't to be. That isn't what happened. Um, and yeah, I struggled accepting it. I was When people were asking me if I were okay, it was very easy just to go, yeah, I'm great, how are you? And kind of reflect it back on the person rather than actually say, no, I'm, I don't think I'm doing too good here, you know. Um, and that's something I'm still coming to terms with. I'm not the sort of person, usually, that requires the help. So I do struggle a lot with now being the person that does require the help, and I do require not special treatment, but if, I, if I'm planning a trip, I have to really plan the trip. I can't just get up and go, because I have to make sure it's accessible for my needs and it's something that I hate being that burden you know I hate it I've really had a tough time with that well I used the long cane for about a year 
uh, while my name was down on a waiting list to hopefully be matched with a guide dog. And yeah, I just kind of bought myself into a real dark place without even realizing I was doing it. I was just kind of becoming quite reclusive and finding excuses to keep out of just about everything. Um, if there was ever a family gathering going on that was planned, I'd always make an excuse at the last minute and not go. Um, it was easier for me to stay at home. It was my safety bubble, you know. Um, I know my way around my house <laughs> and it just became my safety net. And before I realized I was even doing it, a good year into it, I realized I was becoming quite reclusive and I didn't really have much of a life outside of the house. And um, yeah, I struggled. I struggled accepting that. I'm quite a bubbly person. Um, and I really struggled accepting the fact that my life had changed and it was never going to be how it once was. I really struggled with that, you know. I still do now. I'm, I'm, I'm in a position now where I'm in a much better place. But I do still struggle. And I don't think I'm in a place to feel, like, too ashamed to admit that, you know. I think it's really important that mental health across the whole scale is um, recognised in all different ways, shapes, and form. And that the help is obviously there for the people that do need it. Um, for me, I kind of... I'm in a better place now because I have been matched with a guide dog. Now, this isn't going to be new news to everybody, but it might very well be new news to a handful of you. Um, I was matched with a guide dog named Guinness. He's a black Labrador. He's an absolute beauty, and I love him so, so much. I've been working with him now for about two and a half, nearly three months. We've qualified together. There's a lot to it. <laughs> if you are naive like I once was, as how complex of a service this is, it is very complex and it really is life changing. I've now been matched with my guy Guinness, he is my wingman. Um, he is a complete ladies' man, he brings all the ladies to the yard and they're like, Yo, it's better than y'alls. <laughs> I'm just like, just dragged along for the ride on the most part. But no, on a serious note, he's a cracking dog and he is quickly becoming my best friend, and I, I would genuinely be lost without him. Now, because my life's obviously taken a turn for the better, um, it's only been in recent months, quite recent months, that I've realised how depressed I actually was and how little I was actually doing. I was doing nothing, um, purely through fear of being judged, uh, fear, fear of being looked at as someone as unabled as the next person, and fear that people assume, because I'm not exactly an old man just yet, I mean, I'm working on it, um, that they don't think I should have any disabilities like sight loss. It's very People can be very naive and quite rude, and I know not everybody means to be rude, but some people don't quite realise that thing, if, sight loss in general is very much on a, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's on a spectrum, and there's no one tick fix all, you know? Um, it's sight loss journey. My sight loss journey will be completely different to the next person's sight loss journey, you know? Um, and it took a long time for me to accept that. Never mind strangers in the street to look at me and not ask these questions to make it even more awkward, you know, but I'm in a much better place now. Um, I've got Guinness. Um, uh, my life is far from perfect. I'm not going to sit here saying, oh, the grass is greener on the other side, children. Oh, life's so good. I feed the duckies every morning. It's not as simple as that. It really isn't. It's quite complex. And I do have my down days, but thankfully there's more good than bad these days, which is great. Um, 
and I've kind of realized I need to get back on it. I need to stop burying my head in the sand and not answering the questions that people are asking. Um, so I've basically pulled a handful of questions off that I'm going to hopefully answer throughout the podcast. And we're going to talk quite frank. We're going to be quite frank with Frankie about what the bloody hell is going on. So this this podcast, I've been doing the podcast now for quite some time. Um, I love the podcast because I can be myself in its entirety. I can swear like a trooper. Um, I can talk about whatever the heck I want to talk about, and I can just have a really good time with it, you know? It's a really good platform. Hence the name Out of Water is the complete polar opposite to what I was doing on YouTube because YouTube is and hopefully will remain on the majority, a very family-friendly atmosphere, you know? You can sit down and watch one of my Frankie's Aquatics videos with your kids quite happily and not have to worry about any swear words creeping out. However, the podcast, I do swear. Um, I don't make a habit of it. I don't go around going, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you, fuck everybody around you. I don't go around doing that on the most most days anyway. But I do swear, and it's nice not having to worry about swearing. I never do swear. I've got it edited out and stuff like that. It's just me being me, and I talk about silly things, and we just have a jolly good laugh together, talking about everything outside of the aquatic hobby. I mean, I do talk Axe Tackle 2 on here. I have done. I've gone on a, on a tangent more times than I care to admit, where I've talked about my axolotl and what might be going on with all that. Um, but it is nice to have um, a wider spectrum of things that i can actually do you know so what we're gonna do is i'm gonna talk about the direction i'm gonna take everything in because i've been so up in the air with everything for so long that i want to kind of bring everything down and make it back into focus and kind of give hopefully an open perspective on what's going to happen moving forward so as you've probably noticed the youtube channel has been as dead as a dodo's backside feathery backside if he ever did see um, and that's purely because I've just been going through some really crazy stuff in my life, you know. Uh, like I mentioned before, there's a lot more to it than just a simple conversation like that. Um, I've had things going on with my family and stuff in regards to their health that has obviously seen me sidetracked as well, because family will obviously always come first. And everything has just had to go on the back burner, really. It's always kind of been there on the hope to be able just to return and come back to where I left off. However, my life has changed. Um, thankfully, there's a lot more to my life outside of the Frankie's Aquatic stuff. So what I want to do, I did put a little video out a couple of weeks ago just to gauge people's feedback and what people felt. And I basically put it to people like, I want to come back, but I don't want to just fall back into my old slippers. I want to try and break the mold a little bit and do new things. And I want to make Frankie's Aquatics a vlog channel where we cover everything that I do. So, yes, my axolotls will still be involved in that because that's a day-to-day -day thing for me. That's my happy place. Um, but there's so much more to me and what I do outside of that that you guys wouldn't know about. And I'd like for you guys to be a part of that, you know. So I have decided after great feedback, and I believe me, I've read your comments and I'll go back and I will hopefully reply to a few of them too. The comments and the feedback has been phenomenal. Now, I know not everybody's going to enjoy the new take channel and the direction we take it in, and that's fine. Um, it's not going to be for everybody. I understand that, but I also have to do what I feel is right for me and do what I feel is right for my audience. And I think getting content out there every couple of weeks, um, a good half an hour episode of this is what I've been up to. Let's go along together. is going to be far better than weeks, if not months, if not years of nothing on there, you know? 
So I'm going to do it. I'm going to come back. Now, to do that, there's going to be a new channel name. Um, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure how to do this. This is something I've given thought to and I end up stressing myself out and I let it go because I don't know what to do. Because to keep my channel as Frankie's Aquatics would be very misleading for the content that's going to be coming. Um, I don't really know what channel name to use. Um, I thought of Out of Water with Frankie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So believe me, I would like your feedback on this. So any names or suggestions that you might have, uh, please do reach out and just drop me a message. You can always do that. Um, you can email the podcast directly, which is um, outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. Noisy buggers. That's outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. There's also two new features that are going to be involved with this podcast. Um, the first one is where you can drop a message directly to the podcast which I'll leave the link in the description of this particular video slash podcast. And there's also a new option where you can send a voice note over. So you can actually speak, you can actually leave a voice note for the podcast. Um, and you might get featured in a future episode if you have, have answer any questions and stuff like that. So again, it's all ideas, but you're going to find links for both of that directly below. Wherever, wherever you find this podcast, you'll find, um, you'll find a link to be able to do that. Or you can obviously drop us an email. Um, yeah, your feedback, guys, is going to really help shape the future of what I do. Um, your feedback is going to be very much appreciated. And I'll listen. Believe me, I will listen to it all. I'll take everyone's points on board and hopefully we'll grow together. I feel I've got so much more to give um, and I really want to kind of start giving back and start doing more. And I've also got huge plans for my absolutely amazing people over on Patreon as well who... Oh my goodness, I could literally go into a coma and disappear for six years and come back and those guys would still be there. It's become more than a Patreon support page. Believe me, they're, they're my friends, they're my mates and I think the world of all of them. And if you are listening to this, which I'm sure you are, because you guys are fantastic, uh, do know that I appreciate more. I appreciate you guys more than you'll ever realise. Honestly, you give me a reason to keep going, you guys do, honestly. Because without you, I'd probably disappear off socials and I probably wouldn't come back, to be honest. So thank you so much for riding along with me. I know the journey hasn't always been pretty, but I've got something pretty special planned for you. And I'll, you'll all got, you guys on Patreon will hear about it very soon. Um, and then we go back to the podcast, which we happen to be talking on right now. Um, I want to make a good go of the podcast. Um, I've got a really good following on the podcast, which is phenomenal. Um, and I'm, so, again, so grateful for the people that tune in and listen. Um, the feedback I get from this is amazing. It's kind of crazy to think the biggest audience that I have is based in the US, second to the, to Australia. So it's the US first, then it's Australia, then it's the UK. Um, they're like my top three places that listen to the podcast. So um, if you are listening across the uh, across the big pond, as I like to say, thank you so much for supporting. I hope you enjoy the content as it continues to roll out. Now, I'm going to look at doing at least one podcast a week. I'm not going to set a day because whenever I do that, that day becomes busy for some unforeseen reason. And then I end up going, oh, don't worry. I'll do it next week instead. And then the next week comes around and something else happens. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. Do it the next week instead. And then before you know it, it's been like two months and it just gets out of hand. So what I'm going to do at least once a week, I'm going to have a free day where I sit down 
and I talk to you guys. Now, I really want you guys to get involved. I want you to drop your emails. I want you to send voice messages. I want you to do music recommendations. We're going to start signing off the podcast on a song. Um, I want your questions. I want your comments. I want the good, the bad, and the damn right ugly. I want it all on a slice of bread with some cucumber mayonnaise. I don't know. I want to lap it all up, okay? I want the whole lot. So please do get in contact. You can reach me on Twitter at Shado9. You can reach me via email at outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. And you'll also reach me below by voice note and message, which you'll find the links for all that below. Now, the podcast, as great as it is, um, I think it could be bigger. And um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've got a really good way of doing this. Now, this is going to divide people across the board, I'm sure. Because Frankie's Aquatics is obviously going to take a new challenge now. It's going to take a new name on. And it's going to be new content on there. And I think I'd be pretty stupid not to share my podcast in a video form over on YouTube. So what I'm thinking of doing, I've given it some thought and I'm pretty much sure I'm doing this now. As of right this moment, I'm doing this. This podcast will find its way over onto YouTube in video format. Now, don't get too excited. You're not going to sit me. You're not going to see me sat in front of a table in a video form. It's just going to basically be a screen grab but the podcast will be there to listen to on the go. It's just another way for you guys to get access to my content, really. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's where we want to go, um, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to grow the channel together, but like I said, your guys' feedback is absolutely crucial to how this channel grows, and it's also very important that you do give me the feedback, the good, the bad, and the damn right ugly. So do be sure to reach out and you know just get yourself involved guys i want to hear from you i see you're all listening and i really want to hear from you you know so don't hesitate to give me a shout because it doesn't go unnoticed my guys um, we're also currently live streaming this uh, to my patreon supporters via the discord um the discord chat so if you are a patreon supporter you do get a little bit of an early scoop to listen to the podcast literally as it's going which basically gives people the chance to um, to actually interact with the podcast while it's being recorded, which is pretty exciting. Um, I'm sure you'll agree. Um, so if you are around, I see there's a few, is there a few people in. I can't really see because I'm using a second screen on my tablet um, to see where people are. It's not giving me numbers. But if you are on the if you are on the stream, thank you guys for jumping in. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, so today we're going to kind of just, we're going to lose cannon it today. We're not going to basically, normally I do, I do a thing where I do an agony aunt part where I talk about agony aunt stories and I make them fun and I take the piss a little bit. Um, and we have a jolly good laugh with it. Um, and then I do a thing where I just read the stupid stories in the news. Now, some weeks that can go absolutely amazing. And then other weeks there's not really much going on. Um, so I apologize. I'm not going to do that this week. I'm just going to wing it because I've got a lot to talk about. So we're just going to wing it and we're going to wing it together and we're going to wing it real good. <laughs> so without further ado, I want to just say something. Um, I was actually listening to, just, just before I came on to do this podcast, I was actually listening to Bill Burr's podcast and it made me laugh because, um, he was talking about how things used to be, um, and how people, nowadays tend to they tend to um expect everything instant we're in an instant world aren't we we expect everything instant and he was talking about um 
back in his day. And he was saying how he sounds really old when he says, oh, back in my day. And it's true. We do sound really old when we say stuff like that. But it's so flipping true. I remember as a kid and I'd be given like one pound pocket money when I was like five or six or seven. And that was literally like £100 in the bank as a kid. It was fantastic. I used to be able to go to the shop, pick up a comic, uh, a chocolate bar and a drink, and still probably have a little bit of change, you know? Whereas nowadays, have you seen... Let's just talk this in for a second. Have you seen the price of children's comics nowadays? I'm not talking like Marvel and DC. I'm talking like the typical printed bullshit that's now on the shelves have you seen it it's just pictures right and it's got the most tackiest gifts with it it's absolute dog ass in quality it's dreadful um yeah it's so bad it is so bad uh but yet you're the one you to pay something like five pound if not more i think my mother took my kid one of my kids a couple of years ago to the shop um, and she come back and she looked like she'd seen a ghost. And I was like, what's going on? What's up? And she's like, you won't believe it. That magazine she's got there. And I went, yeah, £10 that cost me. And I went, £10? Why the hell did you pay it? Oh, she really wanted it. So I just got it. I didn't want to cause any upset. And I was like, £10? £10 for a picture, for a magazine full of pictures of crap. No, thank you. But yeah, the price, I mean, I know... I know things I know things go up in price. I know things alter how much you get paid changes. I know all that, but it's just madness. I remember like pick and mix. Who remembers that? Where you could just get like 10p in your pocket and come out of the shop with like 10 sweets at a penny a piece. <laughs> Why does that seem so alien these days? Why is that? I remember going to my local corner shop and it weren't the cleanest. I'm not gonna <laughs> gonna lie it wouldn't wear any stars on a michelin star uh review uh however it was it was sweet and cheerful as i'd say because you can literally go a little live a little paper bag chuck all your little sweets and like your, your golf ball bubble gums who remembers them um and your crocodiles your jelly crocodiles with the foam bellies oh oh and the ufos with the rice paper and what was it like sherbet dip stuff in the middle who remembers those the good old classic sweets. And you could literally walk in there and with like 50p. Oh, if you had oh my god. If you had 50p in a pick and mix, you came out like a king of pick and mix, you did. You had so much you, you had that much you would give it away to your mates. Like, do you want a sweet? Got loads. Would you like a sweet? You had loads. It was like the oh god. I can only imagine it feels like what Conor McGregor feels like when he walks out of his I don't know, his champagne parties. I don't know. And it was so I just felt so rich as a kid. <laughs> I remember getting, I used to get like 150 a week pocket money. I need to save like 50p of it to go to school with to spend at the tuck shop. Because, yeah, schools had tuck shops in my day. In my day. And then um, I'd just rinse a pan, but it would last me the week. It would literally last me the week. I'd literally spend like 10p one day, 20p the next day. Yeah, what happened to that, eh? What on earth happened? Yeah, but and another thing as well, I've spoke about this before, but another thing that's quite comical is uh, when we were younger <laughs> and we used to watch something on TV, we would literally get one episode of whatever it was we were watching a week and you would have to wait the whole week 
to find out what the bloody hell happened next because there's no Google. Oh, no, you couldn't just sit there and Google Google what had happened. You had to wait. You had to wait the whole week to find out what happened to Daisy Do. It was just bananas, but that's how it was. And adverts, you couldn't skip them. <laughs> God, you didn't know you were born. You couldn't skip them. You had to watch them. That's right. You had to watch about 20 flipping adverts per episode. Jesus, I tell you what, our times have changed. Nowadays, kids get all, oh, I'm so bored. Ah, oh, I can't wait for Stranger Things Season 3 to come out. And then the Blitz it. They literally go into zombie mode and they blitz it in one go. It's madness. Madness, I tell you. It's all crazy. The world we live in is not the same world that I lived in, I can assure you. Oh, my God. We live in such an instant world now, though. You can either skip an advert on YouTube or you can even pay a premium. So adverts are not even a thing. Fuck off, adverts. No adverts for me. Thank you very much. I'll just chuck money at it like everybody does in the world. It's crazy. Isn't it mad? I remember back in the day, I used to watch Friends. And I used to watch, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit it. I'm a man. I know what I like and I like what I know. I used to like Home and Away. <laughs> and yes, I'm not talking about some sort of spin-off horror movie bullshit. No, no, no. I'm talking about the really cheesy Aussie sitcom called Home and Away. Do you want me to sing it to you? I'll do it. I'm going to sing it to you right now. You ready? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sing it that well. That I'll get flagged for copyright already. It used to go like this. You know we belong together. You and I forever and ever. All together now. No matter where you are. You're my guiding star. It was the bar. Oh, Goosebumps Central. Loved it. Loved it. If, you, if I remember correctly, it used to be on Channel 5. Like six o'clock at night. I'm sure it was six. So either half past five or six. And it didn't matter what the fuck I was doing. And Friends was on a little bit later, I believe, on the same day. And um, or at least once a week. I mean, home and away you speak. Was it three times a week? Oh, I loved that stuff. Love it. Um, and I used to literally, no matter what I was doing, I'd make any excuse up in the book just to go home and watch TV. And I didn't even I didn't even try. I didn't even try it like 13, 14. Didn't even try to play it down what I was doing. I used to go, right, see in a bit, lads. And they'd go, where are you going? And I'd go, I've got a place to be. Well, where's that place? In front of me fucking telly. Because in 10 minutes time, Sonny Jim, Home and Away's on, followed by an episode of Friends. That's what I did. And that's the life I led. There weren't no catch-up TV. If you missed it, guess what? Tough shit. You missed it. You just have to guess what happened the next time you watch the next episode and it all made no sense. Oh, I tell you. But I tell you what, it was great. And I'll tell you another thing as well. <laughs> I'm on one now, look. I'll tell you another thing as well. I was pretty cheap. And I don't mean like to get me in bed. I'm not about that. I mean, in general, I used to like a yo-yo. I liked a yo-yo as a kid. What were they, about three quid? <laughs> even that. It probably weren't even that. A yo-yo. Nowadays, if you ain't got a Switch DS and a PS5 and whatever fucking else you need these days, you're not cool anymore. You're just not cool. That's why I've got every console going. But that's not the point, all right? I've still got a yo-yo, and I still know how to yo-yo. That's what you call it, is it? Yo-yo. Yeah, I know how to yo-yo. It just sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? But I do. I know how to rock the baby. I know how to walk the fucking dog and the yo-yo dog. And I also know how to... Uh, what's that other one called? Where you do the flag? 
Yeah, I know how to do that and everything. I'm so cool with a yo-yo. Don't question my yo-yo skills. I was the Don. Who remembers Johans? Johans, the yo-yo master. That guy was like a literal god when I was a kid. Looked up to him so much with his back-to-front cap. Oh, I'm opening up a blast from the past here, Hunter. <laughs> it was so good. It was so, so good. But no, seriously, if that is, if I've just literally spoke to your childhood there, might I suggest that you actually go and pick up uh, a yo-yo. Yomiga uh, or Yomiga or Yomega, however the fuck you pronounce it, they're still going. And I managed to pick up just recently my first yo-yo I ever had. And it was called the Yomega Brain, it's called. Um, it's an automatic return. Oh, dear. I loved it. Loved it. I love a yo-yo. Don't question me. Don't judge me with your judgmental eyes. Uh, I do love a yo-yo. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, moving on. So, yeah, things have changed. And I understand things change as you get older. But things have really changed. Monster Munch have got smaller. Don't care what you say. You can say, no, they're exactly the same. You've just got bigger. So you're telling me, Monster Munch, those big, massive, fluffy crisps, pickled onion, the best flavor going. People might argue that it's roast beef for the best ones. No, no, no. Pickled onion all the way, baby. Um, you're not telling me that my hands have got that big. I've made them look like freaking free samples. And cream eggs have got smaller as well. Don't even really like cream eggs, but I'm going to argue that they've got smaller as well. Tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not wrong, am I? No, I'm not. Anyway, moving on. Oh, there's something. I've jotted it down on a little sticky note here. There is something I've got to touch upon before I carry on with what I'm talking about. Um, in the last podcast, I believe it was the last one. It might have been the one before. Um, I, did, I made a confession. And it was a confession that you guys are not willing to forgive me on. Um, and I'm going to I'm gonna die on my sword here because I'm not going to take it back. Um, <laughs> how do we even begin this? So, I stated in my last podcast that I do not like a certain animal. And everybody gasped. <gasps> he doesn't like an animal. But he's an animal lover. He loves all animals. And I tell you what, I do. On the most part, I do. I love all animals, but there's one animal that I just don't like, and it's a fucking horse. I don't like them. I don't. I think they're massively overrated, and I don't trust them. And there's one very good, valuable reason I do not trust them, and that is because, and I've said this before, so if you're listening again, I do apologise because I'm repeating myself. They've got human gnashes. They've literally got a full set of human teeth in their face, and not only have they got them, they flipping well use them to bite us with. I was bit as a kid as when I was a horse. I wasn't a horse. When I was around a horse. There we go. Get it right, Frankie. When I was around a horse, I was feeding him. Put your hand out flat and he'll take it straight from your palm. No, no, no. He bit my fingers. He's a jackass. And he did it on purpose. He knows what he's doing. He was a very clever horse. And he bit me little finger. This little finger on my right. He bit me finger and I didn't forgive him for that. I cried like a little baby and I didn't like him from that day forward. I think they're massively overrated and I don't like him. And then years later, another horse, obviously not the same one because of the bit a lot that one's probably dead for biting me, the son of a bitch. <laughs> this horse bit my daughter, another horse. I don't know if it was mates with the OG horse that bit me as a kid, but some sort of communication was clearly going on. Because another horse bit my daughter. 
Like, for literal no reason, she was stood beside me. She was about four, maybe five. I think she was just nearly five, I think. And she was just minding her damn business, stood over near 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 us, right? And this fucking horse leant over, beelined in for her and bit her on the arm. Just literally savage. Absolute savage. Full-on vampire invasion. Bloody zombie, zombie apocalypse invasion. He just bit my daughter. And he really left a mark on her arm. I tell you what, I've never wanted to jaw a horse so much in my life. <laughs> you can say what you will. Don't trust a horse. Look at the teeth, the, the full-on human gnashes. Don't trust them. I'm sorry, I don't trust them. And I don't care if that upset, because I received a lot of flack for that. A lot of flack. It was quite comical that people kind of like, I went from having a quiet inbox to everybody going, What's your fucking problem with horses, you prick? <laughs> and I stood by, listen, I stood by my words. They've got human teeth, is what I replied. They've got a set of gnashes better than me, and they're fucking biting people. They're overrated, all right? They're overrated. <laughs> oh, boy, did I get some flack for that one. Jesus Christ, I tell you what, I had to laugh. Some of the messages were quite comical. Most people found the humour in it, because I'm just taking the piss. But some people were like really upset and really like, do you really not like horses? And I'm like, I just don't like them. I don't trust them, and it really fucked people off. Anyway, um, so yeah, another thing, I'd, I would have talked about this a little minute ago, but I'm going to go back to it now. But my kids are getting older, and my funny cool dad trick, tricks that would work are just not working anymore, and I don't know what to do. And I need to ask parents out there, what, what, how do you adapt to that? I had this little thing I used to do. Where I used to pull a coin from behind my daughter's ear. I did it with my son. He got too old for it. I did it with my daughter. She got too old for it. And then my youngest daughter was just starting to go, Dad, it's not really behind my ear, is it? And I'm just like, no, no, it is. Look, whoa, magic, magic. And she's like, no, Dad. I've kind of seen it in your hand before. And I'm just like, ah, I'm not ready for my dad jokes to not be good. I'm not ready for it. So I'm I'm asking you guys, parents out there, in particular dads, but mums as well. I know you go through this too. What do you do? What 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 do you do when you're just not that cool anymore to your kids? I don't know. I did this really cool trick today. I thought she'll definitely fall for this one. And basically she's on eye drops at the moment because she's just going through a surgery for a, for a vision. Um, so I have to put eye drops in quite frequently throughout the day. And she gave me one of her eye drops. Went, look, magic trick. Put it in my hand and she popped it in my hand. And I went, watch this. And then there's two now. Look, she went, dad, I've seen it in your hand. Devastated. Absolutely fucking devastated I was. I didn't know what to say with it. I just didn't know what to say. So, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at with that anyway. Anyway, I think I'll leave this. I mean, I could I could talk. I could keep talking about loads of things. But I just want to kind of, before I go, I want to just quickly echo over what I've already stated before. Um, so the podcast is going to be heading over to YouTube. There will be a warning just before the podcast plays that this is not for young listeners. It's just not. I wouldn't want anybody's kids listening to me effing and jeffing. Um, and obviously, sometimes the subjects we talk about are most certainly not family friendly. So there will be a warning just before the podcast on the YouTube about that. Uh, secondly, there's going to be a vlog coming to the channel as well. 
Uh, we're going to talk about stuff outside of what I do on the aquatic side of things, not completely exclusively away from the aquatic side of things, but just not completely wrapped in and, and dra- draped in that all the time, you know? Um, and then and then the last thing is new channel name. What do I do? I'm thinking Frankie Out of Water. Um, I don't know. I don't know that, that, that doesn't sound I don't know if that sounds too good for a YouTube channel. I don't know. But I think it only makes sense to take away the Frankie's Aquatics exclusivity away from the channel to make the channel evolve and grow into something hopefully bigger. What do you guys think? Again, let me know. Reach out out of water podcast at gmail.com. One more time. That is out of water podcast at gmail.com. There we go. It's been nice talking. I've had, I've had a nice chat with you all today. It's been lovely. It's been really, really, really lovely. So thank you all for stopping by and checking out the podcast. Um, I will see you next week because, yes, there will be one of these every single week now. That's right, people. You're stuck with me. So get the kettle on next week and we'll have a good old natter. And we'll talk about the news and we'll have a little bit of look at what's going on in the love life of the Agony Aunt column. And we'll just have a jolly good time with it. So thank you so much for stopping by. Look after yourself, everybody. And I'll see you next week. So until next time, toodly doo.